I played that game from 2000 to 2008. By the way, I went out on my own late 2005. But I still was playing that game. That game got me up to making about 75K a year, even at my own practice. This is when it changed for me. So when I understood the top two levels of value. Hey guys, today's episode is going to be one of those episodes that you probably want to view as well. I'm going to show you all the value ladder and why most healthcare professionals are going to stay stuck in where they're at when it comes to income generation. I'm going to break down what it took me nearly 15 years to learn. I'm going to break that down for you all in 15 minutes. So that's what the episode is going to be on. It'll still be a cool podcast, but uh, highly advising you all to listen to it and watch it at the same time. So in the show notes, you'll see the link to our YouTube channel and you'll see the link to a page that has this in video. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Every single healthcare professional that has any interest in learning how to make more money uh, in an inflated marketplace, uh, you need to watch this video. So if you are a student and you're considering going into healthcare, please watch this before you make that decision. If you are a healthcare professional right now and you don't know what your next move should be because there's no one that can pay you what you want to get paid, please watch this video. And if you are in business and you are struggling with figuring out how you can generate more revenue, this is the video that you should watch. I'm hoping that every single uh, university uh, in the world that cares about healthcare professionals uh, gets their students, their clients to be able to watch this video. I'm going to explain to you the four levels of value. I'm going to explain to you the value ladder, and I'm going to explain to you how university teaches you and what you need to know in order for you to have unlimited uh, income and earning potential in the marketplace. So I'm going to do that um, at my whiteboard. We're going to go through this uh, and we're going to use my personal story as an example as I explained for levels of value. All right, so let's do this real quick here. We're going to go through what the four levels are. And I'm going to start with the lowest level, which is implementation. Now, one of the things I want you all to understand is this. As I explain the four levels of value, I am not saying that one is better than the other. I'm not saying that you are more noble if you uh, do the higher one versus the lower one. What I am telling you is that the world uh, that we live in is a value exchange world, and we exchange value with each other. And there are certain things that the world deems more valuable than others. So you just have to decide where you want to be. When I started as a physical therapist, December 26th of 2000, I was an implementer. I didn't know that. I thought that I was this amazing physical therapist that everybody wanted to see. And I spent all this money and all this time and all these resources to become one of these physical therapists. And everybody would look at it the same way. And that is not how it works. An implementer is the person that does the thing. Now, I was an implementer as a physical therapist, but I was also an implementer when I was 16, when I worked at TJ Maxx as a janitor. Here's the difference. When I was 16 at TJ Maxx, I made $3.25 an hour as an implementer. I was a janitor. I cleaned toilets. I mopped the floors. When I became a physical therapist in December 26, 2000, I made $19 an hour. 
between these times, I had jobs that made seven bucks an hour, $5 an hour. What's the difference? You guys know what the difference is? Difference is supply and demand. As a physical therapist, not all physical therapists uh, made $19 an hour. I know there was many that made more than me. There were some that made less. But the reality is that anyone could do that janitor job. In order for you to be a physical therapist, you actually have to go to school today for six and a half years uh, in order for you to get that licensure. There's a different demand for physical therapists than there are for janitors. But the reality is that there's a different demand for physical therapists as an implementer than there is for the next level that I'm about to talk about. So here's the deal. In 2001, I had not finished my first year of being a PT. I had a goal that after 10 years, I would be making 50K a year. And the way that was going to happen is by me getting a 4% increase in pay per year. So if you figure it out, $19 an hour, it's $39,500. And if I got 4% every single year, year over year, if I stayed at that place, which is Health South, um, I would make 50K in a year. And then by then, I'd be able to um, get my wife and I our first home. That was what was going on in my mind. So when I got to that yearly review and my boss gave me a 1.5% increase in pay and smiled at me, I was like, what? She's like, you did wonderful. I'm like, no, I wanted a 4% increase in pay. She's like, Greg, you don't get a 4% increase in pay here doing the work that you bring to us. And I was like, but I saw three patients an hour. You didn't give me a tech. You didn't give me a physical therapist assistant. You give me anybody. She's like, well, you were a physical therapist. So if you want more money, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to become a clinic director. That leads me to the next level of value, which is unification. Unifiers are the people that oversee the implementers. So the next time you see that the manager at Whataburger makes more than you as a clinician that has a high-level degree, it's because of the level of value. It is because we live in a world that's based off a of value exchange. Unifiers, managers, people that actually oversee other people, they get paid more. Why? Because less people want to do that job. Less people have the skills and the ability, the leadership ability to actually oversee other people. It's another level of skill. And it's very important for you all to understand that. So here's one amazing thing that my boss told me. My boss said, look, if you want to make more money than the 1.5% increase that we gave you, you need to become a clinic director. I was like, how can I get that job? So he goes, well, I have that job here. So you're not getting here. But if you get a job somewhere else, you'll be able to make more money in that way. Okay, that's just a higher level of value. So for those of you that want to make more money and you want to make more money fast, that's going to be the better way or the faster way for you to be able to pull that off. So I did that. It actually made uh, me move to Tampa Bay. I was living in South Florida at the time. So I moved to Tampa Bay because I got a job as a unifier. I went from $19 an hour, which was $39,500 a year, to, guess what? 55 k You guys, I didn't get a 4% increase in pay. I got nearly a 40% increase in pay. It's pretty awesome. Why? Because I was a unifier. Is it harder work? 
No, it's just a different skill set. Now, I was responsible for other things, and there was more demand for this than there was for this. But the reality is that in school, you're not learning how to be a unifier. You're learning how to be an implementer. Okay, now let's talk about my uh, two and a half years as a unifier. I worked at one place for about a year, and then I worked at another place for about a year and a half. And so basically, I was the clinic director for both of these you know, locations. I was able to go from 55K all the way up to 68K at the last place that I was at. And I got to be honest with you, I crushed it there. I did great. But I also realized that I was capping out. Sat down with my boss, said, hey, um, how do I actually level up here? I want time. I want to go from five days a week to four days a week work. And I want to be able to make more money too. He's like, look, man, like, at least in this place, uh, this is as far as you can go. But here's what can happen. You can be a higher unifier. So I was like, can you explain that to me? Um, so here's what he explained to me. He said, well, right now you're a clinic director, right? But there's a level up with that too. You can be a district manager. You could be a regional manager. Right? But you're going to have to climb the corporate ladder. I was like, but how about all these skills that I'm learning, you know, as a physical therapist, my OCS, my CSCS. At that time, I was also doing my manual therapy certification. How about all those? He says, oh, well, those don't matter. Those don't matter when it comes to this level of value. Those matter at the implementation level. And if you're going to be an implementer, then you have to be willing to play a different game. You're going to have to go out on your own. And guys, at that moment, that's when I realized I'm going to have to go out on my own because I wanted to be valued as an implementer. I wanted to be valued with the high level of skill set that I felt like I had as a physical therapist. I played that game from 2000 to 2008. By the way, I went out on my own late 2005, but I still was playing that game. That game got me up to making about 75K a year, even at my own practice. This is when it changed for me. So when I understood the top two levels of value. The third level of value is communication. So what is communication? Communication is being able to put out a message to the masses being able to use your message to affect people. It's being able to get people to move through your message. That is not just me speaking audibly. That could be me writing. That could be uh, me doing video. That could also be me listening and listening so well to people, my potential customers, that I'm able to talk to them and finish their sentences. I want to tell you all, the greatest communicators make a lot more than the greatest implementers. Will Smith, Kevin Hart, Stephen King, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock. These are all people that are great communicators. Now, I didn't just say an actor. I didn't just say an actress. I said an author. We can think of other people as well that are in the communication business. There are bloggers that make millions of dollars because they're great at communicating. 
They're great at communicating a message that gets people to, uh, to listen and to move and to do things based on their recommendations. There are TikTok influencers that are great communicators. And because they're such great communicators and their audience listens to them, there are brands that are willing to pay them tens of thousands of dollars for a post because they know that anything they recommend, their audience will do. That's a communicator, y'all. That's a higher level of value. The question you have to ask yourself right now is, did you learn any of that in university? Did you learn any of that on how to become a great uh, communicator to move people with your message? Now, here's what I want you all to understand. I didn't learn that either. I didn't. Uh, but I started to communicate in 2008. And in 2008, I did that through a blog. That blog then attracted readers. It attracted people outside of where my clinic was in Wesley Chapel, Florida. And that blog led to deals for me. It led to my first consulting deal. It led to me being a part of a magazine called Advanced PT. It led to lots of people finding me and coming to my clinic. It led me to now doing the higher level of value, the highest one, which I'm going to show you now. And that is imagination. Not just imagination. Now, I'm going to get a little biblical with y'all, but I truly believe this. I truly believe uh, this because I believe the Bible. Uh, God has called us um, to be doers of his word, and he's also made us in his image. Now, I, from what I realize, first thing I believe God did was create. So he's created us in his image, and he created us to create. There's nothing that I learned in any CEU program that taught me how to create. There's nothing that I learned through primary school, middle school, high school, college, that encouraged me to create. I only learned the lowest level of value, which is how to do. So creators, come on, let's talk about a couple right now. Creation of products. Creation of services. Uber Eats. DoorDash. Uber. Lyft. Amazon. Aren't we happy? that all of these companies created their service for us to use today. It's changed our lives. As healthcare professionals, what are we creating? What are we doing any different than what we were doing 20, 25, 30 years ago? We're doing the same thing. Why do you think we haven't been blessed? It's because we haven't created. When I say the word Apple, who comes to mind for you right now? I'm assuming... The person that comes to mind, his last name is Jobs. But there was another Steve that actually created the first Apple computer. It was Steve Wozniak. But we remember Steve Jobs. Why? Even though Steve Jobs has passed away, we remember him because he did what? He was the visionary and he was a communicator. I'll never forget. He's the guy that had those New Balance sneakers on, had that black mock turtleneck, and was the one that moved us through his message so that we would sit outside 
on a Friday morning uh, for three hours before the store opened so we can get our phone. Yes, that was me. You guys got to understand, this is the highest level of value. So if you're not creating, if you're not making new ideas and executing on them, if you aren't taking those things and communicating them to the masses, listening to the masses to find out what new things they want created to solve the problems that they have, well, you are always going to be working at the lowest levels of value. And I wish this was something that was explained to us in school, but the reality is that it isn't. Good news is that I just did. So to finish up the story with me, I'll tell you this. Over the last 13 years, I have focused my efforts primarily on these two things. This is where the skill sets that I have been working on. And because I have done that, instead of having a 40% increase in pay, which is 0.4x, I can tell you that over the last 13 years, my worth has gone up over 300x. Why? Because I focus on these skills instead of these skills. So for those of you that are like, I don't care. I don't really want to focus on those skills. No problem. But you just have to be okay with understanding the value that you present to the world. For those of you that don't want any caps in your income potential and the amount of income you can generate, go ahead and re-listen to what I just said. And then for those of you that are like, look, what you just said makes a lot of sense, but I need to learn this. Well, that's what I do in my Smart Success Healthcare membership community, is I just focus on teaching you all, as healthcare professionals, how to use the higher levels of value so that you can have more perceived value in a marketplace and you can make more money. And if that's you, then you could just look below. You have a way for you to find out more about our community and join us so that I can start teaching you. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time.